KFGO is proud to present the Veterans Hour, an hour dedicated to those serving a higher calling, the latest on veterans affairs and stories of conspicuous gallantry above and beyond the call of duty. And now, the host of the Veterans Hour, commander of the Tri-States Veterans, a Navy man, Dave Rice. Clearwater Revival and Fortunate Son, our little bumper music here to start the show off. Well, thank you, Jack Sunday, for that inter- uh, introduction. And I am Dave Rice, a host of the KFGO Veterans Hour. And I want to thank KFGO for letting us veterans have this show, one-hour show, about once a month. Uh, I encourage you folks to get ready to take some notes. I think we have some very interesting topics today. And uh, I'll ask our speakers to give uh, information on contact information if you want to go to their website or, or or Facebook or whatever they might have uh, to obtain more information. And uh, within a few days or whatever, uh, this show will be podcast on the kfgo.com webpage, so you'll be able to hear the recording of these four interviews today. <clears throat> We're going to start off with John Lachance. He's from the VA, Veterans Administration, and uh, some fairly new information there at the VA happening uh, with their mobile prosthetic and orthopedic care van. Uh, they're going to share that in- expertise also with the Jamestown, Fergus Falls, and Grand Forks clinics. So, John, thank you for coming online today. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you so much, Mr. Rice, for having me. You betcha. Why don't you just give us a short introduction of yourself, your, your official title, and then what are your main responsibilities there at the VA? Sure. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, John LaChance, I'm the chief in the Prosthetics and Sensory Aid Services Department at the Fargo VA. Um, our goal is to provide uh, essentially non-pharmaceutical pain relief uh, that could be done by medical equipment, by some of the benefits we provide, and obviously with the, the clinical orthotic, prosthetic, and pet orthotic care that we provide. Uh, we serve the entire healthcare part, VA uh, healthcare system, and, and uh we added clinical services, orthotic, prosthetic, pedorthic clinical services about five and a half years ago. Prior to that, uh, everything had to be uh, kind of fished out to the community, if you will, and, and to have that service, uh, it, it's a service that uh, veterans were underserved in, and to have that service available to veterans has been uh, been great. We built it, and they've come. Uh, and so now, uh, you know, I could talk to mention the mobile prosthetic, the van that we just uh, applied for. Um, with the, off, the National Office of Rural Health, we applied for a grant. Um, again, our clinic has uh, started from the ground up. It's grown so much. Uh, we applied for this uh, grant, and we were awarded. So now we can take our, our orthotic, prosthetic, uh, pet orthotic care on the road uh, with a mobile lab. It's a big blue van. Can't miss it. And it, we go to Grand Forks CBOCs on Monday, Fergus Falls on Tuesday, and Jamestown on Wednesdays. Very good. And uh, they Veterans can go to their C-Box to get information, or they can contact your office directly. They'll probably ask you when you're done today, but why don't you give us a little bit of contact information when we're still thinking about it here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can certainly contact my department at the Fargo VA. Uh, probably the best way to get a hold of us is the phone number. Jennifer Tindrum, she's the program support assistant with the MOPOC program. 
Uh, she'll be the one that's doing the scheduling. But if you want to call us at 701-239-3700, and we're extension 3039, or you could email us at bhafarprosthetics at va.gov. And I can provide that information at the end, too. Um, so, yeah, get a hold of our department. We're willing to help. Uh, we've got a lot of other benefit programs, too, that we have uh, that maybe aren't as well advertised. Um, I think, do you want me to go into those? Sure. You sent me a couple of brochures, which are a lot of good information. Why don't you cover some of that information? Yeah, you bet. And so, you know, a lot of things we provide, like you said, uh, it's non-pharmaceutical pain relief. And we provide just a, we're part of the largest network of durable medical equipment providers in the country. And uh, some of the benefits that we provide also are the home improvement structural alteration benefit. Every veteran enrolled in the healthcare system is eligible for this benefit. If they're not service-connected at all, they're eligible for $2,000. If they're service-connected, uh, the project's connected to a service connection, they're eligible for $6,800. A lot of these pro uh, projects uh, that Mr. Rice that they're eligible for, it makes the difference between a veteran staying in their home and maybe having to go to an assisted living or a facility like that. Uh, so there's a bunch of projects that we can help to modify a home. Uh, say they're uh, veterans now uh, stuck in a safe confined to a wheelchair, uh, but they can't get the wheelchair into their house because their doors are too narrow. We can help to widen those doorways. Uh, we can we can help uh, put in ramps, lifts, uh, stair lifts, chair lifts that inside the house. Uh, we can provide help to say you know, their carpet is now a trip hazard. We can help to pay for removal of the carpet, put in hardwood floors, those kind of things. Lots of different things. Uh, major medical equipment, we provide electric mobility. Like I mentioned, we provide ramps, all sorts of equipment we provide. Another benefit that maybe is so advertised is the clothing allowance. This is a benefit for veterans who are service-connected, and if they have like some sort of equipment that they're required to use because of a service connection and it damages their clothing, they can get a stipend uh, from one to four of these clothing allowances um, to help pay for new clothes. Um, currently, this year, the, the amount for one clothing allowance uh, was $968.97. Um, and if they have some sort of medication that will that they are required to take because of a service connection and it, and it, it stains their clothes, it damages their clothes, they're eligible for the service connection too. Auto adaptive equipment program is another big one. Uh, if they're eligible for the program with VBA, we can assist with with buying a vehicle, with helping buy a vehicle and modify vehicles. Lots of things that we can help to give independence back to veterans. Um, we assist with service dogs, uh, veterans that are paired with service dogs. We, we help uh, to, uh, with their veterinary care for that service dog. Um, we essentially provide anything from literally from head to toe. Uh, from our, our, our women's veterans, we, you know, we can provide wigs uh, to, you know, to shoes and, and custom inserts and from inside. So we provide, you pretty much you name it, we provide it, whatever we can do to help the veteran. Well, that sounds great. You guys are, must be busy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. That's what we. That's why we exist. We exist to serve veterans. Uh, there's nothing more gratifying, Mr. Rice, than when you, a veteran, say they're confined to their home because they just they, can, you know, they can't get in and out of their house. Uh, we can provide some sort of electric mobility or a lift, or we can provide you know, a ramp or a lift to get in and out of their house, and you know to, to give them an independence back. Uh, is just it's fantastic. So everything we do, you know, we, is some sort of pain relief, and we we love to what we do, and we've got a great team. Uh, so yes, give us a call, email us, reach out to me, whatever we can do to help uh, veterans. Let us know. You know, veteran, a lot of veterans have back problems, probably from carrying yep. packs and stuff like that. What what what's your main or your most common ailment that you help veterans with? 
Oh boy, that is really tough to say. You know, we like you mentioned, it's really hard to say because uh, we we help with whatever your ailment is. Um, you know, we can do custom back bracing. We maybe it's a pair of shoes and inserts. Uh, we provide all sorts of modalities. Uh, again, non-pharmaceutical pain relief. Uh, it could be some sort of like a tens unit or some sort of. You know, there's all sorts of say gadgets on the market that that are work uh, modalities that to help uh, relieve pain. We provide all of those things. You just have to reach out to your provider. Um, uh, consult with your provider, get a game plan that uh, they'll put a consult into my department and there, and we'll go from there. But Okay. Very good. Yeah. We, we only have about a minute left. Why don't you give us that contact information again? And then uh, remind everybody, uh, your, go to your provider, your, your physician at the VA. I'm sure they're familiar with your, uh, options yep, here that can help yep. you out too. Yep. Absolutely. Our, our, my department, we, we provide a lot of things, but we can't provide anything without a consult from the provider. So it's important to talk with your provider, um, go understand what type of equipment or benefits or help you need. They'll contact my department and we'll assist. Uh, again, our phone number is 701-239-3700, extension 3039. If they want to co- contact me directly, my extension is 3042. And our email address is bha, I'm just going to spell it out, b-h-a-f-a-r-p-r-o-s-t-h-e-t-i-c-s, b-h-a-r-prosthetics at va.gov. Very good. Let us let us know how we can help. Very good. Thank you, John. Thanks for coming on. And remind everybody, uh, this interview is podcast, too. It's going to be recorded and available on kfgo.com. So feel free to check that out. Again, John, All thank right. you. Thank you for everything you do for our veterans. Thank you. Thanks for your service. Take care. Okay, we're going to break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Sanford Hospital. They've done some wonderful things for veterans that we want to share. Okay, that's my favorite song, being a Navy veteran. I love that Navy theme song being played. Okay, on the line now, I have Jackie Hake from the Sanford. She is the Sanford Fargo Veteran Employee Research Group chairperson, and uh, that wasn't enough, and director of the Sanford Fargo Family Birth Center. Thank you for coming on today, Jackie. Thanks for having me. You bet. And I'm and I'm in, really impressed with what Sanford has done for our veterans, uh, having a, that resource group and uh, and your veterans clubs or, or lounges. And why don't you just give us a quick introduction of yourself? And tell us a little bit more about that Fargo Veteran Resource Group. Sure. Um, so like you had stated, I am the director of the Family Birth Center. But outside of that, um, I'm the chair of the Veterans Employee Resource Group. We're only a couple years old. We really formed right before, I suppose, three or four years, right before COVID hit. And we have been working on um, a couple of things. Our, we want employees who are veterans to feel supported and and connected, um, you know, being a veteran is a bond like you can't describe to other people, as you well know. Um, and so we wanted to be able to connect all the employees that are veterans. Um, and then we also have another arm that um, we want to make sure that our veteran patients are well taken care of as well. We get a lot of patients who are veterans, and we want to make sure that they're getting the care they need also. Very good. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about more of those lounges or clubs or yeah, so facilities. It's, it's so now we have two locations, um, both at the the SMCF campus at New Hospital, and then at the Broadway campus um, downtown Fargo. There is a separate space 
for veteran, either veteran patients or their families um, that they can utilize when they're, when either they are seeking care or their loved ones are seeking care. Um, and it's just a, a space that's a little bit more private, um, specifically, like I said, for those veterans and families. Um, it has, you know, a place where you can watch TV or, you know, check your email on the computer or, um, you know, make some coffee. It's just a, an additional space that really um, sets aside some designated areas for veterans and their families to utilize, um, you know, in really stressful situations when you're either getting, when you're in the hospital or a loved one is in the hospital, it adds another layer of stress. And we just wanted to make sure our veterans and our families were, had a had a place to go that was kind of all their own. Very good. And this is available to any veteran, whether they're an employee, a patient, or even the patient's family members. Huh? Correct. Yes. Okay. And hours, yep. are these open 24-7? It's 24-7. So you have to get a key card access because it's not open to the public, but any of our guest services. So where um, at any location, you know, one of the main desks, when you first walk in the facility, um, they can help you get that key card. And that's just to, to be mindful of you know, who's utilizing it so everybody isn't um, wandering in there. So we just, yeah, you can do it, go in there 24-7 because healthcare is 24-7. You know, people right. are receiving care around the clock. And um, what we're excited about it, at the Broadway campus, that's our newest space. And that is really close to the Roger Maris Cancer Center. And, you know, we have a ton of veterans that are utilizing that care. So when you're in between appointments and need a place to hang out, then this is just another spot where you can do that. Great. How many people are on your team or how many people are, are working on projects like this for veterans at Sanford? Well, well, we're pretty small and we're actually hoping that more people will join us. <laughs> um, so when you are an employee at Sanford, you can identify yourself as a veteran, but um, obviously you have to volunteer to, to join the group. So there's only probably 15 of us. We're small, but we are mighty and we like to... Um, we're always looking for additional members. So <laughs> we also have, um, within the VETS-ERG, we started a group that um, of volunteers that are veterans that specifically visit our veteran patients to make sure that they, uh, sometimes there's some additional needs that a veteran patient can have. And we just, um, so we wanted to have something additional in place for those folks. And you work with uh, the Fargo VA Medical Center too, right? You, you make uh, connections? Yeah. Well, we get, Yes, we, we get patients referred from there all the time. You know, if they need a different level of care or if they ha need to see a specialist that isn't within the VA, absolutely. Um, and then the other piece of it is, quite honestly, among our veterans employee group, those of us that are navigating the VA system, um, that's another layer of support that we can add for each other because that can be really confusing if you've never done it before. Okay, very good. So, uh, People want more information about this. I've seen it in the press, but where could they go for more information if they just want to uh, get more uh, information about the veteran centers at the Sanford facilities? Well, um, if, if people wanted to reach out to me, they sure can. Um, we do have a, a veteran, you know, uh, page on our um, on our webpage, but we're looking at beefing that up a little bit. So if anybody has any questions. Um, you know, first name, last name, or first name dot last name at stanfordhealth.org. So that would be jackie.hake at stanfordhealth.org. Um, I'm happy to answer any of those questions and can help direct them to the to the right spot. 
And, and any veteran receiving care there at Sanford facilities can ask their provider. I'm sure they can uh, get a, get them in contact with you or, or your facilities. Here. Yes, absolutely. In fact, if we've even had um, you know nurses who are taking care of veteran patients, and maybe we're having a little um, anxiety or struggle during their inpatient stay, sometimes they'll just shoot us a message one of us that are on the veterans group and we might run and see these folks too. So we're very connected. Very good. Now you're also a director of the Sanford Fargo family birth center, right? I am. Yep. And that that's a full-time job in itself, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a full-time job. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> veterans are just your hobby, right? <laughs> I, you know, it's, well, you know, once you're a veteran, like I said, that's, those bonds are hard to break. So when there was a group of people that wanted to start this, this, you know, employee resource group, it was hard to turn that down. <laughs> oh, sure. You a veteran yourself? I am, yes. What branch? Army. Very good. Well, thank you for your service. Thank you as well. So you you have a lot of experience with veterans and can understand them. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So it does, yes, it's the language that we all speak. Yep, very good. Okay, we've got a couple minutes left. Uh, anything else you'd like to mention or, or repeat that uh, be of value to our veterans out there? I think if anybody is seeking care at Sanford and they're a veteran or a family member of a veteran that's receiving care, don't be afraid to ask questions, um, your caregivers or even usually the front desk folks. Um, if you're looking for added support or access to the lounge, we can find ways to get that to you. Very good. Okay. Jackie, thanks for coming online today and, and sharing that information. And again, thank you for your service. And make sure, <clears throat> excuse me, make sure you have uh, KFGO on the radio or nearby, because we're going to be playing your theme song here when we after our next break. <laughs> great, okay, great. I love to hear that. Thank great. you. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. When we come you. back, we're going to be talking NDSU. We're going to interview a student veteran and uh, find out what their activities are all about. Full. Army theme song, and you know, the Army Navy football game is coming up. What is that next weekend, Will? I think it is next weekend, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's always a good one. Okay, and now we have Devin uh, Patton on the line. Devin is an NDSU student, and uh, he's involved with the student veterans there on campus, on the NDSU campus. And I heard him uh, and as the president of that organization speak at our VFW meeting, and we presented them with a financial boost to. Uh, get their facilities and services or help them establish their facilities and services that are on campus. Uh, Devon, thank you for coming on. Hey, thanks. I'm happy to be here. Very good. Very good. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll get into the student veterans on campus. Sure thing. Uh, My name is Devin Patton. I've been at NDSU for four years now. I'm looking to graduate this semester. Uh, before I came here, I spent five years in the Marine Corps. I was at uh, Camp Pendleton down in Southern California. Had a good time. Flies uh, of Student Veterans is pretty much the main reason that I stayed in college, I'd have to say. Um, you can definitely go around, and they connect you with other veterans in the area. So you're going to just talk to someone who has bigger problems than there's too much ice in their latte or 
Now they really understand big picture things. So uh, ever since I got involved with the organization, that's really what I wanted to do and focus on doing. Very good. Uh, I don't know if you were listening to our last interview, uh, Jackie from uh, Sanford. She mentioned that she works with veterans at the Sanford Hospital, and she mentioned several times veterans have that common bond, and that, that seems to be true from uh, a college perspective too, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's really what we look for on our day-to-day. You know, way, way back in the 1970s when I went to NDSU, graduated, uh, we had a veterans club, and I think that went away, but then uh, kind of resurfaced again. But we used to hang out a lot together, you know, just being a fellow veteran. You'd never met him before in your life or here, and uh, as soon as you'd find out that they served in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard, hey, you know, we're almost brothers right away. So there is that common bond, and I like what you guys are doing to uh, bring those veterans together and help them out. Uh, talk a little bit about your facilities. <clears throat> that you and the Veterans Club have? Sure thing. So uh, just opened this semester. Uh, We got a Veterans Resource Center. So now we have the uh, certifying officials, so the guy that makes sure that we go to class and we get paid and things like that. He's in the same office as the uh, Veterans Coordinator. And the Veterans Coordinator is the guy who, if you have a problem with class, say we have a lot of since we have a lot of National Guard on campus and they have to deal with activations and things like that, uh, that's who the veterans coordinator would speak with the professor to make sure that they uh, don't get penalties on late homework or miss things for activation. So now we took a big step and we got them two in the same area along with a resource or a, kind of a lounge area in between them where veterans can sit between classes. They can like have a space to study. Uh, we recently purchased a fridge so that they don't have to carry their lunch around all day because most uh, student veterans do not live on campus. They usually have a family, a wife, kids somewhere. So they bring everything with them and they have to take everything out. So it leaves a little spot for them to leave their stuff all day. Very good. Is there a veteran service officer to work with VA paperwork and that type of thing on campus? There is not a VSO that just stays on campus, but we do have a recurring speaker come in at least once a year to speak about those services. Very good. And they're referred to the, the county veteran service officer or the department at, at the VA or plenty of places to go yeah. to get help. Yep. Yes, sure. sir. Usually work with the, uh, the Cass County Veteran Service Office. They've been really helpful for us. Yep, they do. They do a great job work with them as myself okay uh, what uh, you mentioned some of the services uh, is there like a, a tutoring or a, a, a intellectual sure. type help available with the veterans um there is and there isn't there's no direct uh, sign up here method for tutoring however uh, as we have more members come to meetings you meet somebody else who is further along in your major and you can ask them for help and it's usually pretty receptive because we kind of understand how each other learns uh, and we can just reach out and, well, I've already went through this class. Sure, I'll teach you how to do this. Or I don't know who's done that class, but I know i got a buddy who can teach you to do that. So there's no direct tutoring. Um, the main thing I guess we have for services is we have speakers come in at our first meeting of the month and they usually leave pamphlets. Uh, we usually print out PowerPoints, things like that. 
we'll leave all of their information in that resource center. So as veterans come in and out, and if they see something that they missed the meeting or they'd like to know about, they can grab that pamphlet and find that information that way. Okay, very good. Uh, now, when you uh, you were at the VFW, right, last month? Yes, sir. And your president was there with you, right? Yes, sir. Okay, who are your officers? Uh, and well, just tell us briefly what the officers are and what they what they do or their responsibilities. Sure thing. Uh, so I'll start off. We have a president. Uh, her name is Beatrice Newman. She was in the Navy uh, for four years, I think. She was over in Japan, and uh, she currently studies natural resources here at NDSU. Uh, the president's main thing is to be the point of contact between our organization and student government, uh, kind of push people in the right directions on new initiatives, things like that. Uh, then our next officer is the uh, the vice president, his name is Andrew Fittori. Uh, Andrew was in the Army for active duty Army for 10 years, I think. He's been all over the place. So he's here at NDSU majoring in nursing. And his job is to kind of just sit behind the scenes and grind. So he does a lot of background work and footwork and gathering people to uh, really more hands-on tasks, I suppose. And then uh, the third official slot we have, according to NDSU, is our treasurer. His name is Gideon Blazik. Uh, he's a National Guard Army guy, and Gideon studies civil engineering here at NDSU. And his job is to, anytime we need to make a purchase, he's the man who handles our finances. So he's got card access, banking access. He also sends out scholarship information to all the members. Great. It sounds like you got a pretty diverse group there, different branches of the service. Yes, sir. Yeah, we have pretty much everyone except for the Coast Guard. Okay. Very good. <clears throat> okay. Uh, does uh, Student Veterans have a web page or a Facebook page or somewhere that people can go yep. to? There, yes, sir. There is a Facebook page. It's NDSU Bison Student Veterans, and it's updated pretty frequently. So if you ever want us to help out with anything or need to reach out, that'd probably be the best way to do it. Okay, here, here's a tough question. Are the Bison going to beat Montana this afternoon? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, good answer, good answer. Okay, uh, again, uh, just a little bit of summary of the Bison student veterans and what uh, – if they're veterans on campus that have not participated before, uh, how do they contact you? Sure thing. So, Bison Student Veterans, it's a group of military students, and any and every branch, we meet twice a month. The first meeting is going to have good information from speakers across the FM community, uh, things like counseling service, uh, the Veterans Service Office. We had the Vet Center come in and stop by, a bunch of different things. And then our second meeting, um, we all get together and we just have a social hour and kind of just talk shop and poke fun at one another. And if you're looking to reach out to us, if you haven't heard of us, you can send us an email so that all the officers will receive this. It's ndsu.bisonveteran at ndsu.edu. Okay, very good. And a reminder, we podcast this, so if 
If you want to hear that interview again, you can do so on kfgo.com. Okay. Uh, thank you for coming on today, Devin, and uh, we appreciate your, your information, and we want to thank you for your service in the Marine Corps. Perfect, yeah. Thank you very much for having me. It's always good to spread more information about this great group. And you can also always reach out to those area veterans organizations, the AMVETS, the VFW, the American Legion there. I'm sure they'd be willing to help you guys out. Okay. Sure. Okay, we're going to take another break here. When we come back, our last interview is going to be talking about Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota. We got some important fundraisers coming up, and uh, we made a major announcement here to the media just uh, last week. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm sure everybody recognizes that song. That was the Air Force theme song. And, uh, Laurie, thank you for coming on today and willing to talk about Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota. Well, thanks for having me, Dave. You bet. What do you prefer, a uh, 9 to 5 or Air Force theme song for a bumper music? <laughs> well, I don't know. Probably the Air Force. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I used 9 to 5 last time I interviewed her. Okay. Uh, well, asked you on... Uh, to, again, you're a fairly regular participant here on Veterans Hour, but uh, for some uh, future fundraising activities, and uh, we'll get to that special announcement we made in just a few minutes, but what are some of the upcoming fundraisers that we have scheduled that people might want to participate in? Well, coming up this um, Saturday, December 9th, we're having our big bingo game in Hankinson at the Community Center. Um, it's a lot of fun. They play like 12, 12 or 13 games and the prizes are awesome. They got some guns and some, um, just nice things that are high end, you know, some purses. And, uh, then your ticket includes also a meatball dinner. So it's really a lot of fun. And I heard that Santa and Mrs. Claus were going to be there. So that's even better yet. <laughs> and then, um, if, no, you, probably, you, I'm sorry to interrupt. You, do you need okay. a ticket? Is there still room to participate in Yes, that? yes. Um, you buy a um, seat, and you can go to our webpage, the Veterans Honor Flight, ndmn.org, and um, get one. Or if you're around the Hankinson area, I believe the hardware store and a couple other places has the tickets, So, or you can get them at the door. Oh, okay. So they they sell about, I think they, we are going to do about 300. So. Whoa. But, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Very good. Okay. And then, yeah, and then at the end of January, um, during the Frostival in Moorhead, we're doing our hot dish contest again. So that's always fun. That's January 28th, and it's always fun to make a hot dish. I've tried every year, Dave, and never have won. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. You bet. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, and then we'll have our Giving Hearts come up in February, February 8th. So that's a real big fundraiser for us. And um, if people want to put in their donations now, they can. And they it'll get held until the date of February 8th. And then everybody will be meeting that day at um, the American Legion in Moorhead. If people want to stop by, they're going to make homemade donuts. There might be a trivia game in the afternoon. So that'll be a lot of fun, too. Yep, and you say and that's, then, that's one of our bigger fundraisers, too. We get a lot of yes, donations. Yes, we, yeah, yep. 
the Giving Hearts Day is wonderful, and um, people are so generous around here and just around because it comes can come from all over the U.S. They can go on the Giving Hearts Day webpage, and we have some stuff on our um, webpage also. Very good. For, um, yeah, to give so. Okay. But yeah, so it's it's uh you know kind of take a little break over the holidays you know a little bit and then we get kicking again in January. Okay, and we're we're continuing with the the meat raffles at Wild Rice, correct? Yes, yes, they're every other Wednesday in Wild Rice, and I believe they do also every Monday at Specs Bar. They do raffles for the honor flight, the meat raffles. So that's really nice that. You know, businesses are willing to um, come together like that and support us. Okay. Now, this summer we're going to, not scheduled yet for sure, but this summer we're going to have another uh, honor flight day at uh, Fargo-Moorhead Redhawks. We're going to have uh, the players dressed in uh, Redhawks, or uh, <laughs> Redhawks players with honor flight uniforms jerseys yeah that, and those jerseys yep. are auctioned off that's a lot of fun too it's just a fun afternoon come out in nice weather have a hot dog and watch play ball and and auction off the jerseys yeah okay, very good and if we back up a little bit could you could you just give us a quick rundown how the fargo force hockey game turned out for the red uh honor flight <laughs> yep um we had a good night. I mean, it was really a lot of fun. The jerseys are beautiful. And I, I'm still in awe that the jerseys, they auctioned them off and it went for almost $20,000 for all of them. So, I mean, we're just so blessed, Dave, that people, you know, they love their hockey and they love the honor flight. And, you know, so that'll just go towards our trips that we have coming up. So it's, it was really wonderful. You know, I'm sure it varies a little bit, but we, we average about, what, $1,600 to send a veteran? Right. Including a yep. plane and two nights in the hotel and meals and everything. That yeah. That's a lot it, of money. It, so 20000 is going to send a bunch of veterans to D.C. Right. Yes, they will. And and that just helps so much. We had a nice silent auction there and everything. The Fargo Forest is wonderful to work with. So, yeah, that was a, that was a lot of fun and a good night, and they won. Yeah. <laughs> so that's even better yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what else is going on with the Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota? Well, we did make an announcement that night. We are doing our spring flight. That will be May 19th through the 21st on a fireball. And then um, the big announcement was come the fall, we're going to be doing um, September 22nd through the 24th, and it will be we're going to be taking probably around, Dave, I think 200 veterans. We're going to be taking two chartered planes. And we're working on everything right now for it. But I believe so far it'll be like um, um, one hour will fly apart from each other. We'll end up having like eight buses. So it's something new that we're going to try. So we have such a big waiting list that. Um, we want to get, you know, get more veterans out there. Yep. We take about 100 veterans per, you know, 195 to 110 or whatever, roughly 100 yep. uh, on each flight. And with 700 on the waiting list, that's going to take a while to get them all. So we just want right. to kind of hurry that schedule up a little bit. And taking two flights yep. is going to be 
interesting and uh, probably a little challenging, but we're not going to be able to be yeah. at the same place at the same time all the time, but we're going to be staying at the same hotel. And um, I think it's going to work right. out. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and it it will be um, exciting and different, and that will be out of Fargo too, Dave. So, um, yeah, so we're just going to have to keep fundraising. You know, our service clubs are so wonderful to us and and the businesses, and if anybody, you know, wants to do a fundraiser for us, we'd love to, love to have them do that. We can, you know, we always like to come to fundraisers too, and, you know, it's just a good feeling knowing everybody is supporting our veterans. Yep. And again, if the veterans have already applied for a trip on on our flight, uh, we will be contacting the next group here fairly soon, the spring, the spring flight, and yep. uh, and if you haven't applied yet, you can get a application off our webpage, which is what Veterans Honor Flight of NDMN. Yep. Dot org. Yep. Dot org. And then just print that off and send it in, and we'll get you on the list. Yep. And we're currently taking uh, World War II, Korean, and Vietnam through the ending date of the Korean uh, official Vietnam War, which would be April 30th of 1975, correct? Yep. So yeah. that's, um, yeah, so we we want everybody to apply, and we, you know, we keep getting applications, which is wonderful. So, but yeah, so it's, it's exciting. There's a lot of fun stuff in store for the honor flight. And we continue to grow, too. I mean, we have uh, 10 board members, board of directors, and a couple dozen of the most dedicated people I've ever worked with are our fundraising committee. That They, they, just, they, they don't know how to say no. I mean, they kept no. <laughs> keep helping and uh, sponsoring and whatnot, so we really appreciate uh, their participation as well. Oh, yeah. We, we are very lucky in all those ways with our volunteers and Everybody that helps out, we couldn't do it without them. That's for sure. Now, we're, we're trying to uh, improve our service, too. Uh, for one thing, uh, there's talk about uh, enhancing our, our web page. Right. Do you have any details on that? Uh, I, I missed our last meeting. I was uh, in a different Well, meeting. right now, yes, right now um, we have a company that is, redesigning our web page so it will have more things out there we just started a newsletter so that will be on there too and um just some different ideas to put out there we're gonna look at doing online applications and things that will be more um friendly for everybody to use so that's exciting that should probably dave be ready in about another six weeks so yeah so that's exciting okay and a little bit more about the newsletter. How often, how big is that newsletter, and how often are we going to try to have another issue? We're going to, right, we're going to try to do the newsletter quarterly, and there's a bunch of different stories in there. And um, right now, I believe they attached it to our webpage, and um, that you can go in and, and read it. It's really interesting. One of our volunteers out of Minneapolis, she puts it together, Michaela. And, you know, we try to give her stories and things and, you know, it'll spotlight some of our veterans from the flights. And so, yeah, so that, that'll be a good, that's really going to be a good thing for everybody to kind of keep in contact with. Okay. Okay. Uh, we actually have a few more minutes, Lori. I don't want to put you on the spot okay. here, but do you want to give us a 
if people are not familiar with our honor flight trips, what are some of the locations we visit and, and what's the plan of the day for those Sunday, Monday, and Tuesdays? Sure. Um, we usually get into, we fly into Baltimore, Maryland, and we usually get in around noon, and then we have buses there that pick us up. Um, we have Ace out of, he's uh, he owns a few Arby's out there. We get our meals through him, and so right away we we like to feed them <laughs> a lot. But And then we go into the city. We go into D.C. We do um, Arlington, um, the changing of the guards. We get to go to the new Army Museum, which is really nice and beautiful. And um, there's just so many things to see there. We take them to the Lincoln and Korea and, of course, the Vietnam Wall, which is really um, healing for some of our veterans. So that's good to see. Um, we, you know, we kind of try very things. We also go to, like, um, the last day we're there, we go to Fort McHenry, which is really, that's probably my favorite. I just love that place. And, um so we try to give them, you know, a rounded trip. We have a nice, uh, you know, a nice banquet um, each night. And then, you know, we always start out the morning at like about 8 o'clock. We leave and we get on the bus and, you know, we get our all our memorials in. We go to um, the archives. They're so gracious to us. They open up an hour early so our veterans can have the place to themselves. And we get to go to all the um, branches of the service. We go to the Navy um, Museum and the Navy Memorial, which is really nice. You like that one, right, Dave? Oh, that's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would say that. And then, and we, and like this year, we we got to drive by the Air Force Memorial because it's under construction right now. So hopefully by next year when we go, it will. Um, be done so we usually get to have lunch there and then um so it's just a bunch of different stuff we'll do we always do some sightseeing you know just kind of drive around we go to the world war ii memorial and that's where we take our group picture and and um that the veterans really like that and that's really nice when it's a nice sunny day and the water sprays we go to um we also go to fdr Memorial, that's nice. That's a beautiful, beautiful um, memorial, too. So, yeah, so by the end of the three days, everybody's a little tired. Yeah. But that's okay. It's a good tired. <laughs> and we had a special treat our last flight at Fort McHenry. They have a huge, huge uh, flag of the United States of America. I can't remember the dimensions, but it's really huge. And they wanted to take right. that one down and put up a smaller one for their normal display or whatever. And some of our veterans had the opportunity of uh, helping fold that thing and hold it. If you've ever seen yeah. a football game where they have uh, people holding a flag on the field, it was basically like that. So that was pretty unique. Okay, yeah. before we break here, well, thank you for coming on again, uh, Lori. And uh, oh. give, give us a web page and a Facebook page or phone number or something if people want more information. Sure. They can go to our web page, which is Veterans Honor Flight of NDMN.org. <clears throat> or you can follow us on Facebook. That always gives us a list of events that we're doing. And also, if you want to do a fundraiser, it's got my email and um, cell number. You know, give us a call, and we'd be more than willing to um, help out. Very good. So Very good. Yeah. 
Thanks a lot, Lori. I appreciate it. And thank, uh, well, thank you, Dave. All the volunteers for helping our veterans. We're gonna uh, we're gonna break now. Before I do, I want to thank KFGO for letting us veterans have this hour. We're gonna finish up by the playing of taps. I hear the sound of taps. I listen to the bugler play, and I feel a sudden chill. I wonder how many times the taps have meant amen. When a flag is draped a coffin of a brother or a friend, I think of all the mothers, fathers, husbands and wives, and children with interrupted lives. I think about a graveyard at the bottom of the sea or unmarked graves in Arlington. No, freedom isn't free. Thank you for listening today and hope we have come back for next month's Veterans Hour.